Hello, 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 and good afternoon. Welcome to another week of Clinician's Prayer. Welcome to another week just to sit in God's presence. Welcome to another week to just magnify the name of the Lord today through being a healer, through being a helper, through being a citizen of God. I want to introduce you all and thank you for all coming out to hear our next guest. We have the distinct pleasure of hearing from Prophetess Leslie Sterling. I'm going to read... um, her bio to you all, um, and hopefully you guys will be on board with her words of encouragement and her prayer. Prophetess Sterling received her education in the Philadelphia public school system, and she is a graduate of Overbrook High School. She received an Associate of Arts degree in Behavioral Health and Human Services at Community College of Philadelphia. During the first five years of Prophetess Leslie's life, she was in and out of several homes as a part of the foster care system. And at the age of five, the Lord led her to her loving family who introduced her to Jesus Christ. Prophetess Leslie Starling has three adult children and four grandchildren. She is a friend and a godmother to many. In everything that she does, her proclamation is crystal clear. She says, I want to bring attention to the fact that each of us, by God's grace, can be delivered and set free if we only believe. I want to introduce to some and <coughs> make known to a few more, Prophetess Leslie Sterling. Thank you. Amen. To God be all the glory. Amen. God bless you, man of God. Thank you for... Um, thank you for the introduction. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do give honor to the Spirit of Christ who is on this line. I thank God for this vehicle of, yes, of yes. a time that we can come together. To God be the glory. Give an honor to God for Dr. Tina Scott. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for your team. Thank you for everyone that is on the line on this afternoon. I do give honor to um, my leaders, um, Apostle Matthew and Pastor Monica Haskell, um, of Prevailing, Inter- uh, Prevailing Church International. So we just bless the Lord for this opportunity. Um, there is encouragement, empowerment on this afternoon from the Lord. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and give you what God has given unto me. Amen. I'm going to, I'll be coming out of, and it may seem like it's long, but I'm just going to do what God has um, required. So it's Psalm 143, 1 through 12. And this is the King James Version. It says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness answer me, and in thy righteousness. And enter, in, and enter not into judgment with thy servant. For in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul. He hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath made me to dwell in darkness as those that have been long dead. Therefore, in my spirit, overwhelmed within me, My heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Hear my speedily, O Lord. Hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me. 
lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thy do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee and hide me. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble, and of thy mercy cut off mine enemies, and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. The word of the Lord is blessed. That was Psalm 143, verses 1 through 12. And on this afternoon, I just want to leave this encouragement with you on this afternoon. Don't waste your valley experience. Don't waste your valley experience. We're living in a time when we see despair all around us. If we cut on the TV, we see a lot of things that we might say, oh, bless them, Lord, or we might say, oh, my goodness, or another form of compassion. Then there are those times that it's not just all around us or it's not just on TV. It is now hit home. It is the big thing for me. Well, what's that big thing? Whatever we feel is too hard for us to handle, that thing that you declare that the, the, to the Lord, if you don't fix it, I don't know what I'm going to do. Sometimes we fall into depression, hopelessness, and defeat. There are some of us who are, who are in this position right now. So let me help you. These feelings are not just for people who may not have a lot of money or people that who may not have status or people that just may not look like um, that they're saved or they may not look like that they have anything. It's not just for those people. There are great leaders and pastors and CEOs and presidents of companies who may be going through these things. Um, A man after David was a man after God's own heart. And, and the psalm was, I'm um, sorry, the psalm was born out of a time of depression, dis- discouragement, and defeat. On my assignment today, I, it is for me to speak to, from this passage of Scripture and, and in an effort to encourage you, in an effort to, effort to build you up, in an effort to let you know that, it's, that you going through the valley experience is not in vain. I know that there are many that are in our community that are going through um, very uh, difficult valleys right now, and I want to say, be encouraged. The challenge is not on the challenge is not for you alone. But I do want to challenge you to say, don't. I will not waste my valley experience. I will not waste my valley experience. While I'm in the valley, I won't waste it. By doing so, perhaps you can find help for those times when you walk through the valley experience. Perhaps we can find some help when we find ourselves in our times of overwhelming despair. I know that many people do not want to believe it, but God is in the charge of all of it. I'm sorry, God is in charge of all of our lives. The Bible says the steps of the good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. And just as surely as God controls the directions of our lives, he also controls the disruptions of our lives as well. Well, ask me how I know. I'm glad that you asked on this afternoon. Romans 8:28 lets me know, and we know that all things are working together for the good of them that love the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose. That is one of my life scriptures because when you recognize what that scripture is saying, it means that everything that we go through has purpose. He controls the valley. He determines the depth, the length, and the duration of our valley experiences. 
He sends the valley seasons into our lives to develop us and to make us more like our, our Father Jesus, who is the Christ. Um, so if God loves us, and we know that he does, he sends the valleys our way, right? He, and he will do that. Why? And we would be foolish to waste that experience. For the sake of time, I'm going to divide this psalm up into two parts um, because there's so much that we can pull from this. But in two parts, I believe that the encouragement will come from this on this afternoon. So in two parts, one is that there is pain in the valley. Huh? There's pain in the valley, but don't waste it. Don't waste the time. Don't waste that, that, that valley experience. There is pain in darkness. Sometimes we feel like there's no hope. Sometimes we feel like um, there's no one that's there that's going to help us. There seems to be no end to the pain, and sometimes there seems like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Many are in this very valley on today, but I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, don't waste your time. Don't waste your valley experience. Hallelujah. The pain of depression. Um, sometimes your heart, our hearts are overwhelmed. Sometimes it carries the, the idea of um, darkness and, de and a desolate time. We want to realize and recognize that even though that we feel like that, we realize that we cannot waste what we are going through. Why? Because it's all for a purpose and it's for a reason. The pain of despair. Sometimes we feel like we're hopeless. Sometimes it feels like there's no hope. Do you feel like you have reached the end of your rope and that if God doesn't lift up the veil of this darkness, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be taken out of here. But I'm here to let you know that you go through the valley experience and don't waste it. You can learn some things. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited about the word of God. There are things that we need to go through in order to walk right before the Lord. The valleys of our lives are shared experiences. Experiences. Obviously, there are many different um, ex uh, types of valleys that we may go through, and we don't all pass at the same time. There are valleys of sickness and death and financial situations and emotional uh, uh, things and uh, mental health issues that we may be going through, um, spiritual situations, marital situations, situations with our children. But those are some experiences that we have to go through. These are the valley experiences that I'm talking about. There are valleys uh, that touch the body the soul, the mind, and the family. There are valleys of every description and kind. The one thing that we all share in common is that we will, oh, God, I thank you, that we will all pass through the valley experience. John 16, says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That was John 16, the values of life are going to come our way. That's a given. When they come, we must remember that they come to us from a hand of a loving father. I know sometimes you feel like, well, Lord, I, I know that you love me, but do, do you know how long I've been in this situation? God, I know that you love me, but, but what, what, what are you trying to get from me at this time, oh, God? But I, I know that you love me, but I know I recognize that I have to go through this experience. The Bible declares over in Job, um, over in Job 2, 
the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant, Job? And what I want you to do on this afternoon, especially if you're experiencing an, a valley experience, put your name in that space. Have you considered my servant? That there is none like him or her on the earth, a blameless and upright man or woman, one who fears me and shuns evil, and still he or she holds fast to his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. We must remember that they come because he is in the business of perfecting us. Oh, this is so good. Therefore, we must be careful that we do not waste our valley experience. God wants to teach us while we're there. It is our duty to learn the lesson while we're there. Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. And he said to me, listen, y'all, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my affirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in the affirmities. Oh, bless the name of Jesus in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. If you are one of the many walking um, who are going through the valley, there is hope for you today. You may feel that life has become unbearable. Let me encourage you on today with all the despair that marks this time. There is also much reason for rejoicing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the second part of this is that there is a prize. Oh, God, I thank you. There's a prize in the valley. There's a prize in the valley. Our valleys, while they are always the result of living in a sin-cursed world, are not always caused by our sin. Yet when we begin to seek God, our sin will always become an issue that must be dealt with. Regardless of whether or not sin is responsible for our valley, we are still sinners in need of repentance. The valleys have a way of bringing, uh, bringing to us to our needs. The valleys have a way of causing us to reflect on our relationship with the Lord. Anything that brings us uh, into a closer relationship with the Lord, it is a prize. The prize of remembrance, oh, I thank God for this. When walking through our valley experience, remember what God has already done. Review your life and read his word. Remember how you sa he saved your soul and changed your life. Remember how he, was abundantly, how he has abundantly blessed you. It will refresh your heart and encourage you to carry on through the valley experience. We remember the songwriter wrote, uh, Dottie Peoples, I think it was, and she says, I don't have amnesia. We can't have amnesia in the time that we're in the valley. We need to always remember what God has already brought us through. We need a fresh encounter with the Lord. We need a fresh encounter with the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, when we're in the valley, it, it has been designed especially to cause you to come to the end of yourself. When you get there, you will find that your valley has merely brought you to a place of utter dependence upon God. We have to realize and recognize that we can't do it on our own. As terrible as the valley of life can be, there are also extremely, it is also extremely valuable. It is in the valley that we learn the eternal truth about the Lord that energize and strengthen our faith. It was in the furnace of persecution that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego learned about the God who controls the death, extent, and violence of the crisis. It was there that Daniel learned about the God who overrules the valley. It was there that Elisha, the poor widow, the disciples, Martha and Mary, and countless others, and put your name in that space. It is there in the valley that we realize and understand that it is God, hallelujah, that will take us to where we need to be in him. Hallelujah. It is in the valley that we will have peace. It is in the valley that we recognize the love of the Lord. It is in the valley, 
hallelujah, that we will recognize who God is. It's in the valley that we get our strength from the Lord. Yes, God. We don't want to waste our valley experience. If we don't believe that it was designed for us by God, we have to know that it is designed for us by God. It's not enough to say that God merely uses the disruptions of life. We must also acknowledge that he designs them just for us. You will waste your valley experience if you think it is a curse and not a gift. You will waste your valley experience if you spend too much time reading about your valley and not enough time reading about Christ. You will waste your valley experience if you allow it to drive you into solitude instead of allowing it to deepen your relationship with the Lord. You will waste your valley experience if you grieve as those who have no hope. We have hope on today, my brothers and sisters. You will waste your valley experience if you treat sin as casually as you did before. You will waste your valley experience if you fail to use it as a means, if you fail to use it as a means of witnessing to to the glory of the truth of who Jesus is. Are you wasting your valley experience or are you making it count for Jesus and and for yourself? Do you need to come before the Lord and talk to him about your valley experience? How long will you wander around in that valley before you come to the place where you acknowledge his hand in in your pain? How long will you allow the flesh and the devil to keep you from benefiting from your time in the valley? There is peace in the valley. There is deliverance in the valley. There is hope in the valley. There is understanding in the valley. Please get what you need while you're in the valley. Hallelujah. Get what you need while you're in the valley the valley. To God be all the glory. We pray on this afternoon that you receive what God is saying. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. Hallelujah. There are those, hallelujah, that are going through some things right now. Hallelujah. But God is saying, don't waste your valley experience. Don't waste it. Hallelujah. Because everything that you go through is not about you. It is about God getting the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. We won't waste the valley experience. Let us pray. I'm going to read Psalm 23 in the message translation, and then we will pray further. Hallelujah. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the waves go through death valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook Sorry, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. Father, it is in the name of Jesus that we come, O God, hallelujah, and we say thank you. Thank you, O God, for reminding us, O God, that even when we're in the valley, O God, hallelujah, you're doing some things in us, O God. Even when we're in the valley, O God, even if we're there, we need to trust you, O God. Even when we feel like we may not be able to trace you, we need to trust you, O God. Even when we're in the valley, O God, hallelujah, we will not waste that valley 
experience on the woe as me. We won't waste that valley experience, oh God, on saying, why me, oh God? We won't waste that valley experience, oh God. We now remember and recognize, oh God, that it is still about you, oh God. You will get the glory. You will get the honor, the praise that is all due to you, oh God. Lord God, we pray on today that we have encouraged someone, oh God, and empowered them, oh God, to move forward. Even though they're in the valley, they can't waste the experience. They can't waste the experience, oh God, in the name of Jesus, because you will get the glory, oh God. Hallelujah. Someone that is attached to them, oh God, will see them going through. They will see them going through the experience, and they may cry out, what must I do to be saved? They may come and ask the question, how am I going to, how can I get to know this Jesus that you know? How can I be delivered? How can I be set free? In the name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you on today. We thank you for each and every one, everyone that is under the sound of my voice, oh, God. Anyone that may be experiencing, hallelujah, a valley experience, oh, God. We pray, oh, God, that they realize and recognize it's for their good. Hallelujah. And we know that all things work together. It's for their good, oh God. It's for the good of their family. It's for the good of their children and their children's children and anyone else that is attached to them, oh God. So God, we thank you. God, we honor you. We pray, oh God, for the leaders of this prayer line, oh God. We pray that you will go where they are, God, and continue, oh God, to wrap your loving arms around them, oh God. Give them the desires of their heart, God, as they continue to do what you have called them to do, oh God. In the mighty, matchless, majestic name of Jesus, who is the Christ, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen here, listen here. This is Tony Purnell. This is the light worker speaking. Prophet Sterling, I don't know where you came from and who sent you. But I thank you for being here today. I I thank you. I mean, yeah, I do know where you came from, Prevailing Church Internet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know where you came from, but thank you. This was a, let me tell you something. You came with a very specific word for these people today. You came for a very with a very precise word for God's people today, and I thank you for uh for you know for the messenger deep down in you. Thank you for God speaking through you. When we talk about peaks and valleys, everyone, there will be moments when you are on top, and then you undoubtedly have to go and come off the mountain and come down to the valley. Mm -hmm. There will be moments Mm -hmm. where you're in the valley and you're not going to always stay there and you're going to have to go back up to the mountain. Peaks and valleys Mm -hmm. will always be in your life. What are you going to learn from this valley experience? What are you taking away right now from this valley experience? What are you speaking? What are you gaining from this moment? And for me personally, thank you, Prophet Sterling, for giving us teachings on this valley experience and learning from this valley experience. Ah, I took something personal away. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so filled right now. I don't know about anybody else. I'm speak about me. I'm filled right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us today. Shout out to Dr. Tina Scott. Um, <clears throat> we are here every Wednesday, 1230. 
on our clinician's prayer line. And just know that Prophet Sterling will be back with us soon. Join us every week at Wednesday at 1230. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Clinician's Prayer. And we will be also uh, getting into live. We're going to be doing Instagram Live and Facebook Live. Um, we're, going be, we're going to be connecting with people. We want to make more people accessible to this ministry. Everything that we do, we want to connect with God's people. Even if you are a healer of all types of sorts, you could be a clinician, a clergy, a prophet, a teacher. We, we want you here. Thank you so much, uh, Prophet Sterling, for being present with us today. Everybody, we will see you next week. Take care. Enjoy the, the rest Lord. of your afternoon.